Welcome to Coffee and Change. I'm Bill Kirst. As a business professional, a U.S. veteran, a lifelong learner, and an active listener, I help others navigate, understand, and adapt to our ever-changing workplace and world. As a third culture kid, I call many places home. Presently, Seattle is where I explore my creativity through the power of words and images. In this podcast, we journey with our guests, gaining knowledge and inspiration from their stories. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. As I'm editing a few upcoming episodes of the podcast, I thought I would take a moment to provide an interlude and tip my podcast hat to a great source of inspiration who is going through a lot of change at the moment. As some of you may know, when asked who might be a dream guest to have on this podcast, I often cite the journalist, author, and host Krista Tippett. Krista is the host of my favorite podcast, On Being, which she created in 2014 after a long run of her show, Speaking of Faith, broadcast on American public media beginning in the early and mid-2000s. I remember exactly where I was when I first discovered the radio show. Driving between Washington, D.C. and Baltimore, I must have tuned into the local NPR station on that Sunday morning. And joining me along that drive, coming through my car speakers, was Krista and her team, comforting me with an interviewing style I had so rarely heard before. To a word, it felt intimate. I remember thinking the title of the show felt a bit mismatched for the expansive conversations that were taking place in this little radio show beaming out of the Twin Cities. As I listened, I immediately felt a closeness with the guest and the host as they delved into topics that many of us rarely had the courage and opportunity to provoke in our everyday existence. I would find myself sitting in the parking lot, not wanting to leave the car, nor the conversation, leaning closer to the steering wheel as each prompt seemed to penetrate the vault of unspoken questions that arise in our consciousness. I suddenly felt what those before us felt when they experienced the power of a fireside chat. Each week, I would tune into this broadcast and remember the power that radio had in my life growing up. From the earliest childhood memories of hearing talk radio from the back of a station wagon in Houston, Texas, or on long Southern California freeway rides with KFI AM 640 coming through the speakers, to the calming sensation of successfully tuning in the frequency for Voice of America broadcasts in post-communist Poland and Russia in the 1990s. As I would listen to the style of interviews and edits and intros and outros, so masterfully crafted by Krista Tippett and her team, I remember why I chose to have my last paper in graduate school be about the transformative power of radio in our lives. 
just a year after I submitted that last paper, I would stumble upon this little-known emerging medium called podcasts. Speaking of faith, later retitled itself as On Being, began to feel like a caring companion on long, nourishing walks. And it was on these walks I would come to know what the New York Times called the Tippet style. The Times captured Krista's style as a host and interviewer, stating, She represents a fusion of all her parts. The child of a small-town church comfortable in the pews, the product of Yale Divinity School, able to parse text in Greek and theology in German, and perhaps most of all, the diplomat seeking to resolve social divisions. You see, Krista's show and podcast became my beacon to aspire to, not only in listening, but also in inquiry. There was so much I could admire and relate to in Krista's journey, from her experience beyond the Iron Curtain to her love of the Irish poets. And so her work, her curation, her guests, all formed a series of lighthouses for me along the coastline of life in my late 20s, all of my 30s, and now halfway into my 40s. This week, I opened an email from Krista to all of her loyal listeners. I took pause to read it slowly and deliberately, knowing every word was selected and chosen to capture the sentiment of this moment and change for her and her team and us listeners. I want to read that email to my listeners now, as I think it represents what so many creators are experiencing and untethering from in order to be in flow and expand to reach more hearts through the eardrums of listeners like you. The email reads, unedited as follows, from Krista Tippett. Dear friends, I have news to share. In short, the On Being project is expanding its imprint, and the On Being show is evolving with it. It has been over two decades, spanning unimaginable arcs of happening, since I proposed what felt to many like an improbable undertaking. Could we pick up the big questions of meaning in public conversations that transcend and reframe polarizing simplifications? Could we speak deeply about the life of spirit and theology and faith and moral imagination on public radio, no less? Could we draw out voices of lived wisdom and complex goodness and civilizational calling in a way that would rivet and nourish a muscular reality-based hope right alongside the riveting rupture that is the dominant story of this young century? These animating questions led to speaking of faith and on being and the larger on being project. We have come to understand ourselves in recent years as a media and public life organization with a mission of social healing in everything we do. Now, in a transforming world, we are asking anew how we can be most deeply of service and what is distinctly our work to do. One of our answers is in the creation of a lab for the art of living, which will expand the on-being universe with an ecosystem of offerings, drawing on what is emergent as well as the riches of our content across time. Moving forward, 
we will also immerse ourselves in more focused innovation in public life engagement, curating hard, quiet conversations, as well as not-so-quiet convenings, both physical and digital. To make this wider creativity and accompaniment possible, we are ending On Being's run as a weekly public radio show in the U.S. at the end of June. In October, we will begin a new rhythm of production of the show as a seasonal podcast. To be clear, On Being is not ending, and the transition from weekly to seasonal doesn't mean that we'll be offering less. We will be offering more of the touch points and the active resources and community that our beautiful, far-flung listeners have asked for time and again, and never with more urgency than now. For me personally, this is an energizing and necessary transition. I happily turned 60 in 2020 after living on the deadlines involved in hosting and executive producing 52 weeks of programming a year for close to 20 years. It is time for me to create a more sustainable flow of life and work and to be differently present to this moment in the life of the world. I am so excited about this space and this time to move and how it will open for writing and for being out in the world in public engagement and for the renewed creative energy in and beyond my life of conversation. These two decades have been, all along, a great adventure of learning and evolution, of listening to our guests while listening to our listeners and to the world, and letting that change us. I didn't expect in the early years that exhilarating conversations with scientists would be part of this. Now I see neuroscientists and evolutionary biologists and technologists and physicists have stepped onto the frontier of advancing the ancient abiding questions of what it means to be human and how we want to live and who we will be to each other. I did not expect poets and poetry to be a beating heart of this work. But I see alive in our world now what I first experienced in divided Berlin. How poets across culture and generations always rise up when official language fails us, and we are called anew to reach across the mystery of ourselves and the mystery of others. Owning the power of our words to build up or to harm has become an existential challenge for our species. Now I see too that the vast challenge before our species, ecological, racial, geopolitical, society, make the question of what it means to be human inextricable from the question of who we will be to each other. You might say on being's ongoing evolution that we are, as our friend Rilke counseled, living into those intertwined questions, and more dynamically tending to the interplay between inner life, outer life, and life together. There is more to be said and experienced, and the pause will be a place for that to unfold. We intend, as our friend John O'Donoghue counseled, to cross this threshold worthily and to make the months ahead a celebration. Thank you for being part of that universe, for helping us get to this moment, and for listening and engaging across the years. I hope you will keep living the questions with us as we together meet the world in its evolution, its pain, 
and its promise. We've heard so often across the years that people discover on being, not by buzz, but by passage from one human being to another, sometimes as a lifeline, and often across generations. Perhaps in the spirit of what brought us this far, you'd share the project with one other person as we mark two decades of on being and remember forward in the months to come. We can't wait to share more about what's ahead, so watch this space. In the immediate period, we've compiled frequently asked questions this letter might have raised for you. I send this with a heart full of gratitude, expectancy, and love. Signed, Krista Tippett. I don't want to dilute the powerful evocation of Krista's words. And so I will leave you with one last sharing and wondering of my own as I reread that email aloud. To all the creatives, the creators, the hosts, the songwriters, the singers, the streamers, the gamers, and artists all up, I urge you to begin to listen differently from a place of deep passage and even deeper reflection on what you have given this world. I believe there will be a stronger call to forge new thresholds of sharing, echoing, and inspiring, whereby we can create more sustainably and joyfully without feigning light and legacy. And as one voice in this ecosystem, I will continue to look to my lighthouses while listening to the waves of change aboard the vessels captained by visionaries like Krista Tippett. And in the off chance Krista Tippett ever hears this interlude, I want to say to you directly, I extend a heartfelt thank you for changing the way I think, I speak, and I live amongst others as my fellow humans. Here's to 20 more years of deep listening, generous inquiry, and threshold walks with our favorite mystic, the late John O'Donohue. May his lilt and laughter always be just beyond the breeze that so delicately holds you in the dance of life. Thanks for listening. <laughs>